Bar. The name itself evoked such a feeling of energy and love. To assign it a meaning was to put such wonder in a box, and such wonder could not be contained. This was a land of spectacle and mystery, one that Lamar, Danny, and Roe now found themselves a part of. As they were greeted by the inhabitants of this wondrous place, they could only think of one thing. There was life here! The sea of smiling faces was overwhelming. The Jacobees, as they were so called, introduced themselves to Lamar, Danny, and Roe. But Lamar's focus was elsewhere. The many people and names seemed to blend together as unimportant. He thought only of Nola, his dream girl, who was now as real as the day. Nola, such a name. He looked for her in the crowd, until at last, he saw her walking away. He broke free of the Jacobi's warm embrace and chased her down. Hey, Nola was it? I'm Lamar. Yeah, hi. Sorry. I do yoga every day around lunch. What's yoga? <sighs> I gotta go. On a reflex, Lamar took Nola's hand as she turned to leave. But fear struck as she turned to him, no. her eyes sorry, ablaze. Sorry, sorry. No, dude, don't touch me. I don't even know you. Um, okay. They parted ways. Lamar more confused than ever. While Lamar strode the grounds of Jacobar in a deep state of thought, Danny and Roe had been encouraged to explore the island. They sought the counsel of the hooded man from the cave. His name was Giuseppe. Hello! Old Giuseppe. Hey, so where should we go, Giuseppe? Giuseppe smiled. He took a bite of an enormous plum, laughing as the maroon juice spilled down his belly. <laughs> the island will show you where you need to go. Giuseppe took his leave, humming to himself between ravenous bites of the plum. Danny and Rose set off through the forest. Eventually, the trees parted, giving way to a vast farmland of rolling hills. They were peppered with tidy lines of colorful crops the likes of which they had never seen. It is spice, but I have never seen such manner as this. Danny knelt down and pinched the soil, 
She grazed her hands along the flowers of spice until she plucked one from its stem. What's this? She gave it a sniff. Her eyes sparkled. So potent. Ro watched as Danny crushed the plants into a piece of parchment what are you and doing? twisted it up. Danny! She lit the end and took a hit. Whoa. Danny closed her eyes and rolled her shoulders, feeling particularly loose and limber herself. Ro considered for a moment. He had always wanted Danny to think he was cool. He took the spice from her hand and trembled as he put it to his lips. Sacre boy. Danny and Ro burst into laughter like they were getting away with something. They scampered into the fields as giddy as small children. Nola's interaction with Lamar had left her in distress. What she thought would make for a most productive and cleansing session of hot yoga was wrought with spiraling ideas. Ideas that she had resisted for many, many years. It seemed that no amount of stretching her long body would help. So she sought the counsel of the only person she could think. Good old Giuseppe. They walked in the afternoon sun through the leafy blue forest along the gentle winding river. Nola began to tell Giuseppe about Lamar, about the feelings she was having, feelings she had sworn away. I mean, I like him, but you know, I'm not really into relationships. Trust me, I do. More than anyone. Would you like a grape? Giuseppe, those are plums. No, these are enormous grapes. Giuseppe took another bite. Mmm, it seems your fate is intertwined with this young, handsome bull. Maybe you should give him a chance. Open your heart. But I really don't have the emotional space for a relationship right now. Giuseppe extended a large hand on her shoulder, stopping them in their tracks. You wouldn't have asked me to talk if you weren't curious. Well, I'm hungry. Giuseppe took his leave. Nola Nola was left alone, with only the soft sounds of the river to ease her troubled mind. Lamar had never been rejected before, by anyone, so he was perplexed to say the least. His mind was racing as he tried to find the answer to Nola's riddle, until suddenly it was answered for him. Hey! Hey! Jeez! Lamar lurched, seeing Nola standing over him. Hey, Saf. Sorry, do you still want to see the island? Yeah, yeah, of course. Then put some clothes on and let's go. <laughs> okay, just Lamar couldn't really help like but smile. Is that a drawing of me? They set off into the island. It was truly like nothing Lamar had ever seen before. There were mountains as tall as he had climbed in the east. Forests as thick and lush as the great jungles of the south. Beaches more pristine than the New World itself. New World. <laughs> if only the elites that made the maps could have seen this. Lamar had managed to at least slightly disarm Nola, and the two seemed to be getting along famously. She was curious, as was her nature, asking Lamar intimate questions about his life before Jacko Bar. And Lamar felt so comfortable, he bled his wounds like an open book. Everything came pouring out. His life in slavery as a child, the profound impact of his mother's death, and his journey aboard HMS Squeaky Jenny. He had even founded it himself to open up about Catherine, something he had only ever told Ocean. They eventually arrived at the top of a forested mountain, where a large boulder extended outward. 
The rock had been carved into the shape of a many-armed elephant, proudly overlooking the island in its entirety as the sun began to set. Wow, it's beautiful. They sat for a while in silence, staring at the magnificent vista ahead of them. Lamar inched his hand closer to Nola's, their fingers almost touching. Nola noticed and subtly moved her hand <clears throat> away. Uh, so I feel like I've told you everything about me. What about you? No, no, no. I, I really don't like to talk about myself. Lamar was stunned. He had never seen someone so beautiful, so hesitant to talk about themselves. It was jarring. Nola, please. I want to know everything about you. Nola sighed. Here we go again. Long ago, I was born a princess. King in a land of wine and gold and incest. I grew tired of everything, but my patience soon expired. I was done being told what not to do. I cut my father's throat and took the kingdom. Here was a woman who commanded respect, armies, and empires, much like the woman he was engaged to, Children? but somehow the complete opposite. That must have been hard for He you. moved closer. I can't. What's wrong? I should go. Nola straightened and stood, then sprinted for the edge of the platform and dove straight off. Nola! Lamar could only watch as Nola fell headfirst, assuming she would rather end her own life than spend another moment with him. Oh... But she, she dove into the deep lake at the bottom of the cliff with perfect form. My God. She was out of the water in seconds, sprinting through the forest. Such a creature.
Danny and Roe had been high for ten hours straight. They both lay in a grassy field, staring up at the stars. The constellations seemed foreign and unfamiliar, but that was probably just the spice. Roe turned to Danny. Hey, Danny. Yes, Roe? Do you guys like me? Eh, you know. Roe sat up. He had a pained look in his eye. Uh, in the cave, I, uh, you saw a golden room full of women too? Uh, no. Oh, I did. I, I saw a great wall. I don't know why, but I, I felt like I had to climb it. It was endless. It must have been hours until I reached the top. Roe's voice softened. He looked back to the sky. On the other side, there was a frightened little boy, soft and pale. He had everything beyond the wall, but he was just sitting there, unable to do anything for himself. I don't mean to be such a dick. I just, I feel like if I talk loudly enough and put people down with real ability, no one will, no one will realize I have none. I'm useless. Danny couldn't believe it. She felt genuinely sorry for Roe. She gave him a firm punch in the shoulder and smiled. Come on, let's go see what else is out there, friend. Could we smoke more? I think I might be addicted to marijuana. A silly thing to say, as it was impossible. Lamar wandered back down the mountain. The trees, the leaves, the grass, the beavers, they were all just a blur. He and Nola were getting along as thick as thieves, laying down a strong foundation of friendship on which to build their relationship church. His mind reeled in possible explanation. Was there someone else? Could it be Giuseppe? He was so personable. And during this time, weight was seen as a sign of wealth and power. He was vigorous. Night fell. Lamar wandered eventually finding his way back into the great caves of Jacobar. Yes, the great caves of Jacobar. It was a web of mysterious tunnels that stretched to all corners of the island. They contained its mystery and its magic. All paths led directly to the island's center, a cavernous and beautiful grotto. The water was clear, and surrounded by small, gentle waterfalls. A group of women splashed in the water. They were, all of them, beautiful. And among them, Lamar found his two allies. Hey, Lamar! Ho -ho, get in here, you old scamp! <laughs> Is Ro naked? As the day I was born. Lamar glided into the pool, sure to keep his distance. The water was the perfect temperature clean and pure, Come on, give me a with hug. a slight fizz that tickled his skin in the most delightful fashion. Me, he let his mouth drop beneath the surface and took a sip. Delicious. Where have you been? Uh, just doing my own thing. Hey, uh, Danny and I were talking and I just wanted to say I'm sorry for everything. I see now my jealousy has consumed me. You are the self-made man. I respect the hell out of you, buddy. Lamar wasn't quite sure what to make of the apology. But the grotto, it seemed to melt away any of his fears or anxieties. He shook Rose's hand, finally seeing eye to eye. So like, what is this place? This is a place of peace. Giuseppe lay on the edge of the pool, 
gently twirling one hand in the water while he sucked down a cigar the size of a baby's arm. Tell me, what troubles you, Lamar? Nola, she's incredible. What's her deal? Ah, Nola. Such a beautiful girl. If you ask me, you should just give her space. Building trust takes time. What shall be, shall be. Giuseppe extended his cigar cigar? in Lamar's direction. He accepted and took a puff. What shall be, shall be. (laughs) No, you don't inhale, Lamar. After a long, relaxing conversation and the subtle buzz of nicotine, Giuseppe escorted Lamar back to the village. They stopped outside of a hut. This is where you can sleep. Lamar examined the hut closely. Hmm. After all, you can take the man away from carpentry, but you can't take carpentry away from the man. I'd like to make some adjustments to the foundation tomorrow. Do you have tools, Giuseppe? I worked on this myself. Giuseppe winked and went on his merry way. Lamar. Lamar entered the hut. The walls were bamboo. A large open side window looked into the forest beyond. It had a small fire-powered kitchen in one corner, with a chaise lounge and ottoman in the other. A baby polar bear rug lay on the floor, and a woman lay in the bed. Nola? It was Nola. Her long legs swung off the side of the bed, and fur blankets were twirled around her torso. Lamar stared, subtly adjusting the waistline of his pants. Is this too much? Nope, it's great. (sighs) Okay, good, because I was worried. No, no, it's great. You're great. You're amazing. Nola, how did I find you? I've been twice around the world, there's no one like you. All that time spent searching for a way to rise. But I've changed my course, you're what I've been looking for. How do I show you? Life is more than just a game you let control you. All this time, you've been so sure. Open your eyes, the more there's so much more. You don't have to look anymore. Nola went to the kitchen, and Lamar watched as she grabbed a kettle of tea off of the fire. She poured the tea into two wooden bowls and returned, offering one to Lamar. What is it? I need to show you something. Lamar took a sip. They sat in silence. (sighs) Am I supposed to feel something? Nola stared back. She did not respond. Unsure what to do, Lamar closed his eyes. Was this the ancient practice of yoga she previously described? When he opened his eyes, he noticed the room around him was not the same. The air in the room had changed, like a world behind a mirror. Lamar could see some sort of glass gridwork, strings of light. They ran through everything. He was not afraid. 
Lamar had never felt more sober in all his life. overcome with a warmth he had never felt before. He was awake. Seven and a half hours later, Nola rolled off of Lamar. They stared at the ceiling, their bodies scratched and sweaty, then burst into playful laughter. Oh my god. But outside, the lights of the village began to flicker as demanding cries for help became louder and louder. Lamar rolled over to see what the fuss was about. Do you hear that? I know that voice. Concerned. Lamar wrapped himself in a blanket and made for the exit. He stood at the doorway and looked out. What is it? Nola joined Lamar and looked out into the clearing. It was dark, but Lamar could barely make out two figures. One of them shrieking like she'd been stabbed through the eye. The other desperately trying to calm her down. Hello? Somebody get out here and tell me where the hell I am! Catherine, please! Wake up, little savages! I am so tired! Who's in charge? The boisterous woman flailed about in the darkness, standing right there in plain view. Lamar couldn't move. He had never been so horrified in all of his life. Lamar! Ocean, I told you to never. Lamar! Both of the newcomers locked eyes with Lamar. Nola turned to him. Do you know these people? Know me? Oh, bitch, does he know me! He's my fiancé! I own his body! 